I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I did. It's the same size as the other button. Oh. It should be bigger. Yeah. It should be like a Dexter's Laboratory uh, yeah. button where it's like, Didi, no. Yeah. I wish we had one just like on the table. Yeah. We'll just smack it when we're ready to start recording. That would be great. Yeah. Wow. Disappointing. <laughs> I see that you cleaned and upgraded in here, but no big red but button. I didn't get a big red button. Sorry. Ugh. It's fine. Yeah. But thank you. It looks great in here. Thank you. I had a lot of fun. I was just like. I know the listeners can see it you can just feel you, you can, can hear mm-hmm. how and if it sounds better it's because there are now beanie babies on the wall mm-hmm. acting as sound buffering <laughs> and they're doing a great job yes please send us any old beanie babies that you have we want to cover the walls yes we have a, a small section now but not nearly enough need more look if you if you still love them if you talk to them every day if they're your friends keep them yeah if they're absolutely. in a box in your basement or your attic or your mom's house mm-hmm. Send them to us. I'll pay you for shipping. Yeah, and we'll get to look at them. They'll get more use. You know? Exactly. They won't be in a sad little box. Exactly. They'll make new friends. Yeah. It's they're just, all hanging out. I hope yeah. they all get along. They have to. Because they're stuck right next to each other. Yep. No drama, hopefully. Man, after saying Barbie, I mean, I just have always worried too much about inanimate objects. Yeah. I mean, you know, Brave Little Toaster, Barbie, Toy Story, just like all of these things in pop culture. And I'm still just like, oh, no, I want to be nice to everything that has a face. I know. (laughs) Even if it's plastic. Even if it's made of microplastics. I hope my toys and my craft supplies know I still love them. Even though I haven't been in there. I know. In a while. My mom's. So if it makes you feel better. (laughs) My favorite phrase. Your favorite phrase. My mom's sister used to apologize to her board games for not playing them recently enough. So it's not. It's not just us, and yeah. it's not because of Toy Story and Brave Little Toaster. It's always been this way. We just so. anthropomorphize everything. Yeah, I think it's human. I, it's the yeah. human's conditions. Yep. Yeah. I do that to my food sometimes, too. Yeah? My food that doesn't get eaten. If I don't eat all my food, I'm like, oh, man, you worked so hard to get here, and now you didn't get eaten, and I'm just gotta, I just gotta throw you away. I do feel really bad for, like... It's like, oh, I had in, had good intentions with buying this produce, and then I forgot about I it, know. or ran out of time, and then it. I'm like, ah, I know, so I'm you like, died for nothing. Did this produce have hopes and dreams of becoming part of a great meal? Yeah, and then I let it down. Yeah, because like it wants to be eaten. Yeah, when we were planting in cucumber plants mm-hmm. in the front yard. I was like, okay cucumber plants grow big and strong and we promised to eat all the cucumbers and business goose was like no why would you tell it that and i was like it wants us to eat the cucumbers <laughs> that's why it grows them yeah i was like and we promised to poop in the yard <laughs> <laughs> yes to fertilize i was like we're not gonna do that 
but yeah i don't know. I, I don't know i just feel bad for the things for the stuff and the things i agree we attach emotion to everything yeah well speaking of emotions what are we doing here oh we're talking about stuff and things oh right this is the stuff and things podcast <laughs> stuff and also things this is replay rewind a podcast about children's movies from the year 2000 and before yes in this instance a lot before yes much before if you're just joining us for the first time here's how it works every month we pick a movie that we watched as children and then we tell you about what happened in the month that that movie came out for the first week we talk about what was going on in the world politically just in a history sort of way for the second week we talk about what was happening in a pop culture sense the third week we pick a theme that has to do with the movie and then the fourth week we talk about the movie itself yeah, we like to set the stage so that you know the atmosphere, the time period that the movie came out because it informs the making of the movie so much. Absolutely. You know? Give and a little it, context. Yeah, that's the word context. So that's what we're doing. So this is the history episode. And I'm Bucket Snake. I'm Meat Wedge. And the time is January 1961. What a weird month for a movie to come out. I don't know that we've done a January movie. I don't think we have. It does feel very strange because it's like... You feel like after December, everybody's a little bit like, I'm not going out. Yeah. I've spent way too much money on Christmas and or visiting, you know, yeah. between like Thanksgiving and Christmas and whatever. It's just like the holidays have wiped me out. I don't want to see anybody. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to see anything. <laughs> I don't want to look at anything. I don't want to put on a hat. It's cold. It's dreary. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't have any money. There's so... another movie that we're going to do at some point in the future. Because we're on top of things and we have a schedule um, that came out in February. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, what are these? What are we doing with these winter movies? Very strange. I know. I know because I do feel like movies usually release around a holiday almost, you know? Right. But also maybe, you know, you're banking on that like, well, we're the only movie going right now. So if you're yeah. really into movies or you've got kids and you're like, I have to get out of the house. Yeah. This is only one happening because nobody puts on movies in January or February or whatever. So. True. Who knows? Who knows what people are thinking? I'm very excited about this. Did you say what the movie was? I did not. Tell us. It's 101 Dalmatians, yeah. the original, the cartoon. The best one. Yeah. I mean... It's actually the only one I've seen. Oh. So, to me, it's the best one. We'll get to the other one, but not right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me about January 1961, the time in which Roger and... What's his wife's name? Anita. Anita, yeah. The time in which Roger and Anita were... Having puppies. <laughs> <laughs> I will. So the average cost of a new house was $12,500. Damn. Mm -hmm. The average income per year, 5315 Cost of a gallon of gas, $0.27. Cents. Average cost of a new car, $2,850. Bacon was $0.67 cents a pound. Eggs were $0.30 cents a dozen. Minimum wage was $1.15. That is wild. I know that it was a long time ago, but like, I mean, my mom was born in 1960. Right. So it wasn't, it's not like grandparent times. Yeah. It's like just one generation removed. Right. And how much things have changed. Yeah. And I mean, all we talk about this every time, but it's just like the disparity between, mm -hmm. you know, minimum wage has gone up $6.10. Yeah. And then the average cost of a new house has gone up hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. So how are you supposed to compete? You can't. You got to have eight roommates. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Times Magazine Man of the Year, JFK. 
I've heard of him. He features a lot, very heavily in this episode. He was oh. doing the thing. Yeah. People were excited that he was doing things. He's very excited. Yeah. So let's go through the month. I'll tell you a lot of a lot of stuff happened in January, actually. Okay. Let's so I'm hear gonna tell it. you about it. January first, the British farthing coin, which had been used since the thirteenth century Whoa. and was worth one fourth of a penny. Nice. Ceased to be legal tender. Huh. Now it's legally tough. <laughs> no longer tender. That's just what like I wonder if people back then were like wow, we can't even use a farthing anymore. Like, the economy is trash. Yeah. True. Like, <laughs> things are so expensive. That... But also, at what point, why do you start with something that has a quarter of a penny? Why don't yeah. you just make that the penny? Right. I know. It just seems <laughs> like, kind of weird. Yeah. What's a quarter of a penny even? Like, what could you get with one quarter of a penny? Yeah. Because I, I feel I remember... like you could just trade it for, like, a high five. Yeah. There's a <laughs> Christmas carol where they talk about a hay penny, which is a half penny. Right? Oh, is there? Yeah. I'm not up on my Christmas carol knowledge. It's the one, if you don't have a, it might be, we wish you a Merry Christmas. I'm not sure, but you know, it's like, I'll, I'll do it for a hay penny. If you don't have a hay penny, then God bless you. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> bless your heart. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember which one it is, but, but even still, that just seems like so wild yeah. to me yeah. and then and up until the 1960s they were still like yeah you can get something for a quarter of a penny like what what yeah and how are you profiting on that a single peppermint i guess <laughs> you're gonna say pepper no like like black pepper oh. one grain of pepper <laughs> one peppercorn you can get one meatball <laughs> but no bread no bread absolutely not <laughs> also on january 1st australia became the second nation to permit the sale of the birth control pill huh. and the first to allow the sure oral contraceptive, which fortunately, United States was the first country. Oh, good. So I was like, man, we suck in a lot of ways, but at least we were doing that. Yeah, I will say, though, if you look into the history of birth control and I see you have the IUD was also invented in 1961. Mm-hmm. They were not good for you. No, I'm sure. Yeah. Can you imagine getting the f- I don't. I feel weird about IUDs now. Yeah, me too. Like, I know that they're good, mm. you know, first that they work, that like yeah, they've been yeah. tested, you know, a lot of people swear by them, but I'm like, I don't know, man, that sketches me out. It like, does. I don't want to do that. But in 1960? The first one? Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not running that beta test. I'm being a uh-uh. pig, absolutely not. I know. But yeah, I listened to something. It's probably the size of like a microwave oven too. <laughs> Open up. <laughs> You can't have a baby because there's no room in here. That's how it works. <laughs> like the sperm has fertilized the egg, but there's no space. So <laughs> it's crushed immediately. It's just hanging out. <laughs> um, I think it was maybe an episode of Behind the Bastards where they talked about the person that invented birth control. I could be entirely wrong about that, but mm. apparently it was extremely bad for you for a while. Yeah. Just because women's health is you know never been taken seriously no. but 1961 mm-mm. right yeah tough it up but I imagine then too like the situation that you have to be in where it's like well it might kill me but at least i won't have an eighth child because my husband won't wear a condom and right. i can't get divorced i know Whew. but also just giving birth then was so much more dangerous too right everything was dangerous it's just always been dangerous and i just feel like you know what not to get on a soapbox Birth control has been around since 1961, and yet it is still controversial, mm-hmm. which is obnoxious. Yep. Like, are we still talking about this? Yeah. 
Can we not? Can we talk about something else, please? Uh, Hello? Also, if anybody needs any plan B, let me know. Just I got so much. Hop up in our DMs. Yeah. But know that plan B does not work if you weigh over 175 pounds. It does. You just have to take more. <laughs> oh, well, okay. <laughs> I think you have to take double. All right. Yeah. But Still, anyway. If you, I mean. But I have so much. You okay. can have as many you as you want. as much as you want. <laughs> I, I think I have probably like 80 boxes. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. So if anybody needs it. Yeah. Take as much as you like. So that was January 1st. January yeah. 2nd. Uh-oh. <laughs> I've only made it one day. Cuba's prime minister, their newly minted prime minister, Fidel Castro. Oof demands that the United States Embassy in Havana reduce its staff from 87 to no more than 11 later, no later than the, the upcoming Wednesday. Oh, shit. U.S. President Eisenhower said, fuck you, and ended, <laughs> and ended diplomatic relations with Cuba the next day. So, if I'm remembering right, JFK would have been elected in 1960 but not taken office yet right right he okay. is formally um i'm getting to it oh okay. jfk formally elected january 6th by the electoral college okay he will be president he's inaugurated later that month yes um but yeah not yet so so it's still it's eisenhower's eisenhower. last hurrah is like get Fuck bent you. cuba <laughs> yeah damn yeah because it was in 1959 late 50s that castro took over yeah a and young so, a young oh yeah <laughs> young dumb and full of cigar smoke <laughs> took over you know yeah cuba and was like i'm in charge now and we were like that's not cool that guy that was in charge we really liked him yeah you know, he, we you know cuba the united states gets along really well and castro was like that's nice we came in here with guns and now we own the place yeah basically so this was the last straw yeah, for, for Eisenhower relations between the U.S. and Cuba, because he was like, "You got too many guys," and they were like, "What if we took all the guys and never spoke to you again?" <laughs> so that's what they did. <laughs> and then a couple of days later, well, the day after Eisenhower ended relations with Cuba, U.S. Marines lowered the American flag at the embassy, and then the embassy was emptied, and the flag stayed off for fifty-five years. Oh shit! They lowered it like to the ground. They took it off. Yeah, they, they oh took they it took all it the way down, okay. and then they were like, "Yoink." They took it with them. And then in 2015, once Obama had patched some things up, mm. they put it back up. <gasps> and some of the same Marines were there that who took it down got to be there to put it back up, which oh, I thought was really cool. That is really they cool. They got to see the arc of like, hey, yeah. we're friends with Cuba again. Yeah, full circle. Was it Obama? Was he president in 2015? Um, yeah. It seems like... <laughs> I know. It seems like he was just president. I know. But it's like, no, it was like 2012. When was he elected? He was elected when we were in college. Yeah. Um, 2008? Oh, God. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, that makes sense. He was set yeah, for two terms. 2008 to 2012 to 2016, and then Trump was elected in 2016. Right. And oh, then, even like that long ago. Yeah, and then Biden in 2020. Which in my mind, Trump was president in 2020, which he kind of was. Yeah, he was. And for, like, so much of what happened of in 2020 yeah. is like, be, you know, he had his hands in. So, but yeah, mm -hmm. time. time. Time's hard. Okay. So it was definitely Obama. Yeah, it was it like, was. it wouldn't have been anybody else, you know, not the president before, not the president after yeah. who it fixed things with Cuba. So it was definitely, yeah. it was definitely him. But I was just like, that doesn't seem <laughs> long enough. But it was before George then. Bush was president before Obama. Yeah. What? That yeah. seems like different. Like a different era. They are yeah. different eras. God. 
Well, and I mean, for us, too, though, because we were high school and then we and were then adults, college, you yeah. know, like we were out in the world. So. Obama was the first president I voted for that I was old enough. I wasn't old enough to vote until. Yeah, I mean, same. Yeah. Woo. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Anyway, so for something a little more fun. Yes, January 5th, a man named Alfredo Fioravanti goes into the U.S. consulate in Rome and signs a confession stating that he and others created the Etruscan warrior statues that the Metropolitan Museum of Art had purchased for tens of thousands of dollars. So there was this group of people that lived in like ancient Italy called the Etruscans. Yeah. And these guys, Fioravanti just made the third one. There were three statues that these dudes like created so they're terracotta statues forgeries yes yeah and they were like these are so so they made them and then they smashed them oh and then they fired the pieces like in a kiln yeah and then they were like we discovered the look at these broken bits of this statue look look how you can piece it together and look how cool it is they're etruscan statues and the met was like hell yeah we need those and bought them for so much money the one that fear of auntie made they bought for forty thousand dollars in 1961 in 1921 oh 1921 and he had yes damn so he got away with that crime for 40 years and then he was like oh yeah i made that in fact i have his thumb if you want to see it i kept it i thought it was cool i needed like a little souvenir so (laughs) see there's this missing thumb see how he's not up yeah so just wild and it was like there were a couple things. So it was these two brothers that were like, oh, we're going to we're going to do this. Yeah. And then some of their sons, which one of their sons was named Ricardo Ricardi or something like that. And I was oh. like, why would you do that to a man? But That's whatever. Weird. So they're like, yeah, we're going to make these statues. And they made like a seven foot warrior guy and they made like a big head. And then they made oh. this one that they got this guy to help them with. And, yeah. But they didn't have a kiln big enough to fire them which is why they made them smashed them and then fired the pieces and a couple people pointed out you know experts in the field were like these look way too smooth to have been made by somebody who doesn't have like a machine yeah but they're like that just points to the ingenuity of the etruscans they were so good at what they did maybe they had a machine like it's just amazing aliens brought it to them right and then it was like (laughs) no he was just like no it's all fake man Damn, but that rules. To get away with a crime for 40,000 years. or <laughs> To get away with a crime for 40 years for $40,000. Yeah. It's just like. And in 1921 money. Yeah. He probably bought like. Oh, yeah. A whole city. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, even no matter how old he was when he did it. You yeah. Know, he's probably in his 20s or 30s. So he's like an old man by that point. I mean, he's like. And hey, honestly, yeah, at that point, like that's on them. Yeah. 
They believed him. It's yeah. their they're the experts. It's their job. You're the museum. Yeah. If <laughs> you believed him, like that's his yeah. He's allowed to do that. That feels like the meme that's like talking about how men think women are lying by wearing makeup and women are like i'm sorry that you thought i had gold eyelids yeah that's your fault <laughs> i don't know what to tell you <laughs> this is not what i look like but yeah that's on the museum i love that good for them i know they I should have kept them in the museum but with like different signage Just put different plaques yeah like, created by mm-hmm. alfredo fioravanti yeah 1921 <laughs> <laughs> or in just like yeah, move the the section that it's in. You know, modern art versus like ancient mm-hmm. art. Yeah, yeah. Have a small section that's like shit we bought that turned out to be fake. Own up to it. You know, people that, would love to see that. I would love to see that. I'd be like, ha, you guys are dumb. <laughs> Me a little hairdresser, but y'all are stupid. <laughs> it's not my job to vet <laughs> these things. That's your job, and you fucked up. That's like me being like, look at that hair. It's real. And then it's a wig. <gasps> Gasp. It just shows how good the people are at their job. <laughs> exactly. So, like I said, January 6th, JFK formally elected. Good job. January 10th, University of Georgia is forced to admit its first African-American students. Their names are Charlene Hunter and Hamilton E. Holmes. Hmm. Which, Holmes. Whew, talk about not wanting to be in somebody's shoes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely not. The only two black people on an entire college campus and the college had to like was given the degree you have to let these people in here yeah so nobody wants you there i mean i'm sure there were students who were like yeah you know cool with it but i mean like on an administrative level Mm -hmm. nobody wants you there how are you gonna do well in class you're not gonna do well no it's especially in college yeah because professors are just like yeah yeah you get a c because i said so exactly so good i mean yeah good for them but damn i know had to be so bad. also 1961 that was too recent yep so january 20th jfk was sworn in and for the first time ever the event was broadcast on color television Ooh, very exciting what if they put it in color and they're like oh shit jfk's not white (gasps) (laughs) i have heard that the reason one of the reasons that jfk won the election is because it was one of the first like televised debates Mm. and nixon just looks terrible on tv yeah (laughs) <laughs> jfk is so handsome i, I mean, don't know every time i see he's the youngest president we've ever had yeah. so i mean he's got that going for him but maybe not ever but you know one of the youngest yeah he's it's not like a crusty old dude very like charismatic and sure you know and i think he looked very like full of life and vitality mm-hmm. you know and nixon just looked like that <laughs> the villain yeah. yeah very droopy the sweaty villain cranky <laughs> cranky old villain for sure on january 24th mel blank the voice of bugs bunny and many others was seriously injured in a head-on collision while driving <gasps> in los angeles oh, no. he was in a coma for three weeks <gasps> and in at least one newspaper reported dead oh no but he did not die huh. and continued working until his death in 1989 oh bugs imagine though coming out of this coma and being like hmm this says I've died. <laughs> maybe I should. I'm just... feeling all right. Oh. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should take this opportunity. Yeah, figure in death. No, I think he loved his job so much. I mean, he did it until he died. He did yeah. not retire. So yeah. I think he would have been like, ah, I can't, can't get away from the voice acting. <laughs> Glad he didn't. Yeah, he can't quit. Also on the same day, a B-52 Stratofortress, which is, a tele- which is an airplane, hmm. 
with two Mark 39 hydrogen bombs crashed Ooh. on a farm in the community of Faro, 12 miles north of Goldsboro, North Carolina. Three USAF officers were killed. One of the bombs went partially through its arming sequence as five of its six safety switches failed. Jesus. It had one switch left preventing a 24 megaton nuclear explosion. Ah. Just in a North Carolina town. Like, oops. <laughs> Sorry, we almost nuked you. Damn. Our bad. Man, what do we pay taxes for, y'all? <laughs> to drop bombs on North Carolina to on drop, accident. Yeah, shit on ourselves. Like, come <laughs> on. They should give more taxes back that year. Like, our bad. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. You refund. can have all of it. Refund on, on this year. Yep. We fucked up. No kidding. Uh, January 25th in Washington, D.C., JFK began a tradition by holding the first live presidential press conference. Nice. And then January 30th. Oh. Lee Harvey Oswald, who had defected from America to the Soviet Union, mm -hmm. was like, this sucks. Yeah. Wrote to JFK. Well, to his newly appointed Secretary of the Navy, John Connolly, and said, you know, I was dishonorably discharged from the United States Marines, but it actually sucks over here in the Soviet Union. So could you please just reverse that and let me come home? But his letter got totally ignored. Yeah. So then he did something. I can't remember. He wrote them a bad review on Yelp. <laughs> yeah. Or he, no, of course, obviously in 63, he shot both of them. Yeah. He... In retaliation. He really, like, idealized the Soviet Union for a long time. And then when he moved there, he was like, oh, yeah. I actually hate this. It's gray and damp and everybody is upset. Yeah. And he took his poor wife with him, too, I'm pretty sure. Oh. Yeah. She don't deserve that. No. I know. What a, like, what a schmuck. I know. <laughs> to be like, I mean, I'm sure the Navy sucked. You know, yeah. I wouldn't, but I would never enlist. But whatever. Maybe you do it. There are a ton of reasons why people, you know, join the yeah, for armed sure. forces and then they're like, oh, this is not what I thought or I was lied to or I had no other options. Or maybe you just thought it was great and then you're like, now I don't think it's great. I don't know. Yeah. But then to be like, well, I'm running away to the Soviet Union and they're like, actually, this sucks. So I want to come back and they're yeah. going to let you back. And you're like, what if I just murdered both of you? Yeah. It's like, oh, my God, dude, take some responsibility for your own actions. Yeah. How about like maybe you can't come back to the U.S., but you could probably go somewhere else. Yeah. There I'm pretty are sure other he, options. He could come back. He just was still dishonorably discharged. Yeah, but it, you can still just be a civilian. Yeah, I mean, he you came just back, can't join the military somehow. Yeah. He certainly didn't shoot Kennedy from Russia, or did he? Or did he? <laughs> <laughs> or did he even shoot him? <laughs> Who knows? That's what we should go down to Dallas and be on the grassy knoll, and that's our theory: is that he was actually in Russia the whole time. And he never left. Yeah. How do we explain it? We don't. <laughs> we don't have to. We don't have to. That's for you to do some research. God, do your own research. <laughs> so on January 31st, the American state of Georgia, with the support of most of its residents, repealed its longstanding laws requiring segregation by race in its public schools. Governor S. Ernest Vandiver, in signing the open schools package of legislation, declared, these are the four most important bills to be signed in this century in Georgia. Hmm. Which, I mean, obviously, bare minimum. But it's just nice to see people in power, especially in super southern states, being like, yeah, this is so important and we have to do this. Yeah. But also, yeah. But also, it's 1961. Yeah, and it was the bare minimum because they were like, all right, you can go, but you have no support. Good luck. Yeah, we're not going to help you get there. You're just allowed to go to this school now. Yeah. They might kill you. Yeah. Sorry. And you know what? We're not going to do anything about it. Just going to watch you. Right. So, yeah. Great. But also, great. But also, great. <laughs> you know, what a roller coaster. Yeah. 
also on January 31st, which this is a roller coaster for me as well. Ooh, I love a roller coaster. Ham, a 37-pound male chimpanzee, was rocketed into space from Cape Canaveral aboard the Mercury Redstone 2 in a test of the Project Mercury capsule, thereby becoming the first hominid in space. I just, you know, animal testing sucks. Yeah, I You can't explain to this chimpanzee that he's going to space. What's happening to him, yeah. But also... I mean, I don't know. I'm just like, look, if it's so fucking important, send a guy up there. Yeah, just send a guy. You can find a guy who's willing to die in space yeah. for the cause. Absolutely. He didn't die, though. He came back. So good. It's nice. I mean, just send the thing. And then if it comes back, like, you don't have to put an animal in it. Well, they did, They sent things and then they were like, OK, well, let me read the rest of it. Oh, OK. OK. During the powered phase of the flight, the thrust of the propulsion system was considerably higher than planned. So mm. <laughs> just like, I'm sure his gums were like flapping, yeah. you know, and he's just like 50 Gs. Maybe he's having fun, though. In addition, the early depletion of the liquid oxygen caused a signal that separated the spacecraft from the launch vehicle a few seconds before planned. Mm. The overacceleration of the launch vehicle, coupled with the velocity of the escape rocket, caused the spacecraft to attain a higher altitude and a longer range than planned. Wow. However, nothing went to plan spacecraft recovery was affected although there were some leaks and the spacecraft was taking on water (laughs) ham appeared to be in good physiological condition but sometime later when he was shown the spacecraft it was visually apparent that he had no further interest (laughs) in cooperating with the spaceflight program but so they did consider it successful and it proved that they could safely put people in space sure but again just just put a just put a people in space you know like you want to make an omelet, you got to break some eggs. I'm sure somebody would be like, you know what? I want to be the first person in space. Yeah, and maybe I die. Maybe I die. Or maybe y'all could just take your time and do a few more calculations to make it a little more safe. Right. Put Just put some <laughs> things in there that measure the oxygen levels the whole time. And yeah. go, yes, they were sustained. This could sustain a human person. Right. Because we, we knew this whole but time. Of course, we had to have this, the great space race. I know, but there is a there's a really cute picture that I'll post on our Instagram oh. of Ham and his little <laughs> helmet. Aww, going to space. Ham is a really cute name. I know. So that's it. That's all that happened. That's all that happened. Nice. You know, that's... January twelfth, super quiet. <laughs> nothing going on. The only day where nothing happened. Yeah. What a busy time. I know. Truly, in a January, just seems like. I mean, I know that there. I guess it's just when you compile it all together like this, it's like, wow, all these things yeah. are happening. Like Nothing's going on. There's so much going on right now. But oh, it just, yeah. It just, I don't know, it feels different when you look at it. You're like, mm. what a time. But, you know, you've got the, the shitty day-to-day knocked off, you know, and it's just the shiny, like, even the bad stuff is shiny. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, oh, my gosh, things were going on. Mm. And when you're living in it, it's just like, this just sucks. Drudging along in the swamp of sadness. Right. <laughs> I still gotta go work. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even in the midst of bad things, people still be going to work. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's, you know, cool. Glad to know all these things were happening as 101 Dalmatians was about to enter the world. Right. <laughs> There's a chimpanzee <laughs> in space. Yeah. And we're watching a movie about dogs. Too many dogs, it turns out. Uh, so many dogs. dogs. No, just like, so it must dogs. have been a really exciting time, though. You know, like color TV and going to space and, yeah, you know, um, integration and schools birth control you know it probably felt like ooh, we are rocketing into the future right we're doing so much yeah but also a super scary time because shortly after this jfk advised americans to dig bunkers yeah. in their yards yeah get ready he was for... about to start a war with cuba yeah <laughs> so you know 
You win some, you lose some. Yeah. That's what happens when you rocket into the future. God breaks some eggs in North Carolina. <laughs> Watch out for those eggs. <laughs> ah. All right. Well, I guess that's all that we have to say. Yeah. I think that's plenty. I don't really want to say anything else. You don't have to. Well, you gotta, you know, just the just the regular stuff. Yeah. Like if you wanna talk to us, you can come find us on Instagram. We are at replay rewind podcast. We also have an email where you can send us an email. Replay rewind podcast at gmail.com. Just one email though. Okay. One, like keep it you get one. One a week, <laughs> we'll say. No, send us as many as you want. I don't care. I'll just delete them. Right, yeah. I'm joking. We'll just block you. I'm fully joking. <laughs> You can listen to our other episodes on iTunes, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon. There's a lot of places. Just type our little name in there and see if it pops up. They're all over there. If you want more extra episodes, you can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash replay rewind podcast. There's all kinds of goofy shit over there. We just talked about Twister with our good friend Ghostbutt. That was a good time. That was a great time. But yeah, there's all kinds of stuff over there. Remixes. (laughs) Whatever. Just go check it out. Look for yourself. If you don't feel like committing to an entire Patreon subscription, you can check out our coffee page. It is ko-fi, I assume, slash Replay Room Podcast. That's the one. And you can buy individual bonus episodes. You can buy physical merchandise, which is very cute and was designed lovingly by Meat Wedge herself. And uh, that's it. Stay fresh, cheese bags. And don't forget to reduce, reuse, recycle, replay, and rewind. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.